0: Radio. Pre-roll time, the Cheers to Comics podcast is brought to you by Inked Marketing, and the Inked Marketing crowdfunded comic for this here episode is Journey of the Shadow Darkness Falls, now live on Kickstarter. Journey of the Shadow, Darkness Falls is a sci-fi anime novel that continues the saga of Commander Siamisu, a humanoid anomaly and leader of the supernatural Sanzi warriors, as he seeks to stop an ancient evil. Humanity is about to be collateral damage, and the clock is ticking. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to have Stone Abdullah on the podcast here. Well, um, essentially... Mm, moments from now. (laughs) So I'm super pumped to talk to him about this. I'm super pumped for you guys to know about this book. So you grab your copy at inked.pub slash darknessfalls. Once again, Journey of the Shadow Darkness Falls brought to you by Inked Marketing. Hello again. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm Brian Wayne and this is episode 292. The 292nd episode of the podcast will be a polis prioritize. I'll be going over the books due to be released on the 17th of March as well as the books uh, coming out. I'll be talking about the books coming out in the mm, little bit more distant future on the FOCs. So get excited about all of that. We'll be talking speculation and just all types of comic book greatness. I've got Previews World open in front of me here. I've, oh, I'm have i ready to talk comics, man. I'm ready to talk comics. So let's just get down to it, huh? Let's talk a little bit of FOCs, the Final Order cutoffs. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, I don't need to stress the importance to you, but if you're a new listener or just getting into comics, real quick, the final order cutoffs are probably... Uh, that that date is the most important date every single week in comics just because those if your shop doesn't order the books, um, then they don't get printed. If they don't get printed, you don't have any right to bitch when you don't have a book on the shelf that you think you're entitled to. Um... <laughs> Because that's just not how capitalism and supply and demand works. So, pre-order your books ahead of time. More than likely, even get a fucking discount while you're at it, and everybody win. So let's do this. Uh, let's start with some DC final order cutoffs, just because their dates are a little bit screwy. Um, due to be ordered by Monday at the absolute latest, we have. Uh, what do we have here? Um, I actually found... I'm on the Lunar Distribution site. I don't know how I found my way to this site, but oh, this is where it's at right here. Um, So DC FOCs. We've got uh, Batman 106 going into a second printing. I can see that. First cameo of uh, um, Miracle Molly. Batman 107 is on the FOCs this week. Matina has a cardstock variant. Um, you, You know something? It's fucking, once again, it's just like another one he did instead of red, it's orange and zoomed in slightly and the dude's a beast he's just overworked Um, I would I'd rather just not have repetitious work fuck man I, I try and try and try to defend this guy and he just keeps shitting on my defense <laughs> he really is good, I promise, he's just fucking lazy too Oh, man. I don't know if I can say he's my favorite anymore. I don't know if I could say that. Don't know. I still collect everything he puts out, though, so... Whatever. Uh, The big one this week... Well, I don't know if it's going to be a big one, but a beautiful one in 25, Ricardo Ferrici. Ferrici? Um, Oh, yeah, no, this this is awesome. We've had the, the, the Batman variant. We've had the Joker variant. Now we're getting Scarecrow on. Oh, this is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous uh all right now this one you're gonna want for sure if you're a speculator because it is the first cover appearance of the next batman's sad kick uh in a sketch variant so batman black and white number three second printing you're gonna want some of that you're gonna want some of that what the fuck is this batman Fortnite? i'm so tired of Fortnite. Hard pass on me there. One, two, three covers on that. But if you're into it, get into it. I don't give a shit. Uh, Batman Urban Legends, number two. Oh, see? All right, here we go. Right back at it. Francesco Mattina. That's fucking gorgeous. That is fucking gorgeous. $8, man. Do I really want two copies of it? Yes, I do. Man... He just, uh, I love the way he uses red. And then, uh, let's see here. Cover C, Derek Chu. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That's pretty nice. I can see that. uh eh, maybe. That's pretty cool. Crime Syndicate number two. Uh, ooh, man. Tyler Kirkham killing it on this uh, Talon variant. Oh, damn. That's nice. Uh, Dreaming Waking Hours on its ninth issue. Uh, fables has a the second compendium coming out. Wow. Alright. That's neat. Uh, far Sector number 11. I know I usually don't talk about... You know, the, um, what do you call it? The trades and shit, but... This is a new site. I don't really have a filtering process... So, it is what it is. But I think that's worth mentioning. Fables, the first book to ever sell more copies of the trade than the single issue ever. First to ever do that. Yeah. Uh, Far Sector on its 11th issue. Two covers on that one. Uh, Another Green Lantern. What is this? Green Lantern number one. What is this? As the new Green Lantern series begins, the newly formed United Planets of the Guardians of the Universe hold an intergalactic summit to decide who can best serve and protect the cosmos from danger. With the majority of the Green Lanterns called back to Oa, uh, John Stewart arrives alongside Teen Lantern Kelly Quintella, uh, to, or, whose powerful gauntlet could be one of the most powerful and unstable weapons in the universe. With the entire landscape of the universe in in flux, is this the end of the Green Lantern Corpse? Or a new beginning? Alright, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm into this. I'm 100% into this. Uh, this might be some Green Lantern I can get into. Not that there's anything wrong with Grant Morrison's Green Lantern, other than it's extremely fucking wordy and I don't have that kind of time. I have all every single issue. I just, beyond reading issue number three or four. I was like, eh. Not the type of commitment I wanna make. But this right here. This this could be different. Um, three covers on this and and there's a great Alex Malieve one in twenty five variant. Uh oh. That could be something. That could be something. I see the thing is, is I don't know. All right, let's find this out, Kelly Quintella. Let's just learn real time who Kelly Quintella is. Is she new? Kelly, is it Quintella? 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 No, that's a person's Instagram. Uh, <laughs> she might be a new uh, a new face here. Let me copy and paste here. Oh, because I spelt it wrong. That's why. God, I spelt it way wrong. (laughs) Spent it? Alright, let's try this again. I spelt spelt it like a what would. Alright. No, not a first appearance. Let's see. Mainstream Universe 2011. Alright. See, that's how much I know about the old Green Lantern Universe. Alright, cool. You know what? I'm still into it though. I'm still into it. I'm gonna check it out. Alright, keep going. I like this lunar site quite a bit. Uh Mambat on its third issue. Oh, what is this? Next Batman's second son, number one. Oh, It's gonna be a big DCFOC week y'all. It's John Ridley. hmm Tony Atkins and a few others. A new miniseries by Academy Award winning writer John Ridley. Yeah. And artist Tony Ekins, and yeah, I said that Tim Fox is the next Batman, but what's his origin story? Why has he been estranged from Lucius Fox and his family for so long? Connected to the dramatic events of March's Infinite Frontier Number Zero, these questions and many more will be explored in this thrilling new oh, it's a digital first. What the fuck? That can't be right. A product code UP. There's a UPC on a digital first. Hmm. I don't know about that. I don't think that should be digital first. There's a, well, no, there's a B cover. Maybe it already happened and nobody read it because it's digital. <laughs> uh, Rorschach number seven. What the fuck is blowing up here? Um, Rorschach number seven. Two covers on that. Oh, and it's my favorite name to say in all the comics. Julian Tatino Tedesco. Uh, Sensational Wonder Woman, number two. Two covers on that one. Suicide Squad, number two. Uh, Oh, yeah, two covers on that one. Man, I still haven't read that first issue of Suicide Squad. I'm going to have to do that, but I have to. Swamp Thing, number two. Two covers on that one, once again. Francesco Matina. Jesus, dude. So you got three covers coming out this week from D.C.? No wonder why you copy, but see these other two have been great. Oh, and that's it. That's all of the DC FOCs this week. So don't forget, that you gotta have them in by the 14th uh, Sunday at the latest, or you might just not get them. Maybe you're privileged. Maybe you have a comic book shop that just orders a fuck ton of everything for the shelf. Not mine, and I have the world's largest comic book store. If I don't pre-order, there's a 97% chance I'm not getting it. There's only been a couple of times in the last year, and I mean literally a couple, if that, that I've gotten lucky and got a book from there that I didn't pre-order. And it was strictly based off of an accident on their part. So, pre-order your books. Uh, Especially DC, right? Especially if DC is your favorite? (laughs) Maybe not especially. I love this new lunar site for giving the DC FOCs, though. I get pictures... Ah, uh, no, that's that's how I'm doing that from now on. All right, let's talk about the rest of the FOCs. Let's see i got the right date here. Due to be ordered by March 15th. Let's scroll down. You know what? First off, uh, there's a couple of publishers out there that a lot of people miss out on because they're not on the FOCs. It's expensive to get on the FOCs. Um, sometimes it's just not feasible for small publishers to do that, to pay for that. So a lot of stuff like Scout comics and Sourcepoint, I don't have the opportunity of you know, like I said, by the time I'm telling you, usually it's too late to pre-order. So, and you know, Scout is really good at putting out secret variants and things like that. So I'm gonna take this to a next level. I'm gonna go to a different medium. Before I go over to the Previews World website, I'm opened up here to the Previews World. I don't know why I have fucking mush in my mouth. The March Previews World uh, thingy here. And I'm, I'm going to tell you just you know, some highlight stuff. It's not necessarily, like I said, not on the FOCs, but it needs to be ordered immediately. Um, so let's see here. Broken Souls Ballard. Number one, it's a black caravan imprint. St. Abigail's Institute creates monsters, and those monsters are teenagers. The story begins as several teens discover that they possess out-of-the-ordinary abilities, in each case related to their psychosomatic conditions. The resulting trauma caused by the horrific discovery leads them as, well, leads them to stray from their normal teenage lives. Some to seek answers, other in a desperate attempt to escape their terrible fate. Meanwhile, a mysterious organization working for the government begins to track down the kids with the goal of bringing them home. In quotations, bringing them home. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to add that for sure. I think you should as well. Uh, Black Cotton is another one that I think you should check out. Black Cotton number two coming out soon. Uh, Black Friday number two. By the Horns number two. Children of the Grave number five. Just great stuff coming out of Scout. It's a shame that they're not on the FOCs, but they will be very soon with Lunar. See, look at me. I have the Lunar site now. Um, That's going to make life so much easier. So much easier for me. Um, another one, a number one that I think that you should definitely not sleep on is Cherry Blackbird, number one. It's, again, a black caravan imprint. Rockstar Cherry Blackbird sold her soul for fame. Now at the age of 26, mm-hmm, time is running short. The day she turns 27, she'll be dragged to hell. But Cherry is not one... To go quietly. The devil tasks her with collecting seven demonic souls that have escaped the abyss. If she could do this before her next birthday, she'll be released from her infernal pact and spared uh, eternal damnation. Heaven help anyone who gets in her way. Uh, metal as fuck. I'm into that. So, there you go. Just a, a couple things here that aren't really on the previous World FOCs, but definitely worth adding to your pull list as soon as possible um so let's get on to the actual FOCs now Vault Comics from Vault Comics Picture of Everything Else is on it's third issue with two covers to pick from uh, Adam Gorham getting a pretty amazing B cover uh, Resident Resonant on it's ninth issue Noise and then Vampire the Masquerade number seven on it yep yeah. Well, seventh issue. So that's Vault. What do we have here? Anything from Titan? Titan Comics, get your Blade Runner 2029 in. Number four. Uh, there's a shit ton of covers to pick from. So choose your choose your poison, I guess. I, why so many? I don't get it. If the book's not good enough to sell in just one cover and you have to uh, use variant covers to sell a title, <coughs> Marvel... Um then, <coughs> dynamite, fuck, something in my, uh, in my uh, throat, then don't sell the fucking book. That's all there is to it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. If, if the story isn't good enough and you have to have covers to, to validate continuing the print run, then, sorry. It's not cool, man. It's not cool. Just get into the business of printing prints. How's that? There you go. Uh um or or instead of saying, Well, we're gonna put out an A cover with the you know, just regular ass cover, but make the B cover super fucking badass that everybody's gonna want, um, but that no one's ever gonna read. Then just make the fucking A cover the B cover artist. Do that. Don't be a fucking cocksucker. ah uh, man, pisses me off. I hate that. I really hate that. And this Blade Runner shit, I think, is I don't know anybody reading Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I've never seen anybody pick up a Blade Runner book off the shelf. So, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Uh, continuing on. Oh, I hear little feet. Oh, hi, baby. I see a little Phoebe crawling in here. Not crawling, scampering with her little baby feet. Alright, continuing on. What's on the FOCs for Black Mask? We've got Space Rider's Vortex of Darkness number 4. So if you're reading that one... uh, There you go. Some Aftershock. Oh yeah. Miles to go number 4 on Aftershock. Get excited about that. But a number 1... Project Patron. What is this? Steve Orlando and Patrick Piazzaluna. Probably said that wrong. 30 years ago the world watched in as horror in horror as the patron a hero sent as humanitarian aid from a different dimension went punch for punch with woe a primordial beast and a perfect match for a mighty protector okay i see what's going on here i see what's going on here mhm it's their superman <laughs> uh, i mean that's what it looks like. i mean it's uh, i'm going to check it out i'm going to check it out that was aftershock. Aftershock. Uh, let's see here. Any Action Lab? No. No. Any Ablaze? Uh, not really. Yeah, we got Chmarion Iron Shadows in Moon. What? It's a number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, that looks like it's a, an homage variant here. The D cover. I don't know what it's homaging, but it's definitely a Marvel swipe sorts. Hmm. Alright, might check that out. Might check that out. Alright, boom. Boom Studios on the FOCs. we got Buffy the Vampire Slayer on its 24th issue. There are three covers, it looks like. Last Witch number four. Uh, two covers on that one. Jorge Corona getting a variant. I don't have the image here, but it's Jorge Corona, so I'm sure it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, we got a number one here. Uh, magic... Magic Pack? So it's... What? A limited edition collector set of Magic number one covers featuring an exclusive variant... Uh, along with... What the fuck? What the fuck is this? Okay, so apparently there's a book... Uh, alright, it's just a book of covers. But then we got Magic the Gathering. Number one. Ah, uh, what is to be said about this book? Um, here's the deal. I don't know if I would speculate on this at all. If you're into magic, cool. But if you're into magic, you're probably only into magic. (laughs) Probably not reading a lot of comics. And if you are, you're probably having to fucking steal them unless you're a tech millionaire. Because Magic the Gathering is the most ridiculously expensive trading card hobby that I've ever been a part of. I had to quit Magic to do comics. It's just, No. Nope. So with that being said, I wouldn't really suspect a huge market for this book. Uh, it's going to be very niche. There's going to be a few people maybe that are into it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, I, I don't give a shit about the lore of magic. So, yeah, not for me. Not for me. It's just too deep, man. I don't care is what it comes down to. Just like with video games, going cutting the cinematic scenes. Like, why am I... I, I bought a video game, not a fucking movie. Just like I bought... You know, I, I want to play a game, not read about it. That's just me. That's just me. Um, there are one, two, three covers on this one. We got another number one coming out of Boom on the FOCs. The Many Deaths of Layla Starr from V-Rom and uh, Felipe Andrade. A powerful new series of fans. Okay, with humanity on the verge of discovering immortality, the avatar of death is fired and, real relegated, to the real what? <clears throat> relegated. All right, to the world below to live out her now infinite days in the body of twenty-something Layla Star in Mumbai. Struggling with her newfound mortality, Layla has found a way to be placed in time, in the time and place what, where the creator of immortality will be born. Okay. I don't know. There might be something to this. There might be something to this. That could be fun. I like it when people die a lot. The same person dies a lot. Not a lot of people dying. There's a difference. Uh, (laughs) Two covers on that one. And how about this foil variant? Oh, man. Yeah, that's David Mack. That is beautiful. He's a beast. He's an absolute monster. <sighs> also, we have Origins number six wrapping up with its final issue on the FOCs. And Seven Secrets is back with its second uh second arc, issue number seven. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one. I gotta go through and uh read Seven Secrets now. I'm very, very excited for that. I gotta do that now. And I'm finding myself to have a lot more reading time now that I'm not um, burdened by the highlight episodes. I got to just go through and actually read them. It's not homework anymore. <laughs> Dynamite worth mentioning? Mm, no. Nope. Just a whole lot of boobs. <sighs> uh, IDW. Oh, yeah. All right, this is a big one. Lock and key... And Sandman, Helen, gone. This is a lock and key Sandman crossover. That mm, I think it's. I think this is going to be big. I think it's going to be really, really big. Uh, two, three covers on that one. Oh, look at that Kelly Jones cover. Ah, uh, I fucking love Kelly Jones. To me, doesn't get much better at drawing Batman than Kelly Jones, if you ask me. I just love the super... uh, I love his style. He's so fucking good. I'm gonna be into this. Have I read Lock and Key? No. Um, Have I... It's been so long since Sandman, let's just put it that way. Uh, I don't know how easy of a read this is gonna be, but I'm anxious to find out. I'm gonna pick up a few copies, because I have faith in the speculation market around this. And with Lock and Key and Sandman... Both being on Netflix, who's to say we don't get a fucking crossover s- TV series? You know, Netflix I think is hurting for content right now. I don't know if everything is just slow to being uh, slow at being developed, and that's why we've seen such bullshit content coming out of Netflix, or what. But oh, this right here, this this has potential, a lot of fucking potential. Uh, Marvel action, Captain Marvel number two. So there you go. Alright, what's going on with the High Republic this week? Star Wars High Republic Adventures number three. the glory days of the Republic, the Jedi stands as guardians of the galactic peace until a powerful new adversary called the Nihil arrive. Xen accompanies the Jedi to the Starlight Beacon, a glowing symbol of the Jedi Republic, where she learns what it means to be a Padawan. Padawan. Meanwhile, Cricks and the, and the Hill fight their way through a Republic blockade to safety, and Cricks begins to wonder who this strange man who helped him really is. All right, I gotta see something real quick. I'm we'll gonna see if there's any uh, potential first appearances out of this, because um, I know these Star Wars Adventures books have—they've been doing that. They've been doing that. All right, let's see here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hi Republic Adventures Uh spell stuff right and it helps. Oh come on. Uh one, two mm. First cover appearance, Marchion Row th- Uh Yeah. Yeah, no there's this is a first cover appearance of what'd you say that? Marchion Row? So for that reason alone, I mean, cover appearances aren't always as big, or oftentimes not as big, but can still fetch an extra couple of bucks. Uh, I don't know if I'd be picking up 25 copies of this, but I might pick up 10, actually. I think I'm going to pick up 10, because they have been putting out a 1 in 10 variant. I think it could be something. And then lastly, from IDW, on the FOCs this week, we've got... uh, Transformers Beast Wars number 3. Two covers on that one. Got a little bit of catching up to do, but I'm into it. Alright, let's check out Dark Horse. We got a number one, Beasts of Burden, Occupied Territory. A little four-parter from Evan Dorkin and Sarah Dyer. The eight-time Eisner, okay. An elder member of the occult-battling pack of wise dogs call, recalls a harrowing mission In U.S.-occupied Japan after World War II, a mysterious curse creates an army of crawling, disembodied heads, what? which threatens to overwhelm the region. Uh, Emery's and a team of canine companions attempt to solve the mystery, bringing them into conflict with the shape-changing Tanuki, evil Oni, and a horde of vengeful demons. Yeah, no, I'm going to be all about this, I think. This is... uh, come on now. Crawling heads? Yeah. I would like that very much, please. Two covers on that one. That B cover is something fantastic. What is that? That's amazing. Beast of Burn Occupied Territory. I think it's a must-add. That just sounds interesting. Uh, Dead Dog's Bite, number two of a little far-part series. I picked up the first issue. I thought it was okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to continue to add it, though. I just I have too much already. But... If you're looking for something new, there you go, Dead Dog's Bat. Fear case, number three of a little four-parter. Looks like two covers on that one. God of War, Fallen God. Number two on the FOCs this week. Do I really need to explain that? Same thing with Overwatch. Overwatch is wrapping up with its fifth issue on the FOC this week. There you go. There you go. Now let's wrap up the indies. Indies. Bliss. From Image Comics, we've got Bliss number six. Oh yeah, I think this actually wraps up the series too. Uh, yeah, I think this is just a six-parter if I remember right. I don't rem- fuck. Is this gonna go ongoing? I thought. I thought Sean Lewis said this was a mini-series. Maybe it is just a six-part mini-series. Commanders in Crisis number seven. They're doing four covers on that one. Yeah, this is definitely a book that I think is more worth the trade weight, but I also think huh. that it has a lot of future potential, long-term potential as well, because I don't really see a lot of people really picking it up. Um, so, yeah, and I have a feeling that the 7th through 12th issue are probably going to be a lot, I ah, just low prints, let's put it that way, really, really low prints. Uh, Deep Beyond, number three. Oh, fuck, why are they. One, two, three, four, five, six? Six covers on this? What are they doing? What is going on with this series to where they got to do so many covers? Especially a series that I don't think anybody's really talking about, at least not in any circles that I'm a part of. Uh, Firepower continues with its tenth issue. Yeah. Geiger. I know this is one that I've added a while ago actually it's Jeff Johns and Gary Frank so yeah uh, who are the scavengers of the dying earth Geiger is set in the years since a nuclear war ravaged the planet desperate outlaws battle for survival in a world of radioactive chaos out past the poison wasteland lives a man even the night crawler and organ people fear uh, some name him Joe Glow others call him the meltdown man but his name is Geiger Nice. The Meltdown, man. That's badass. I dig it. I'm going to be picking up a f- couple of those. One, two, three, four, five. Five covers total. I'm glow in the dark variant. Jesus. Uh, ink blot on its seventh issue. Another one. Back. Uh, I'm just way, way behind on. Probably going to have to drop it. Uh, Noctera. Noctara, mm, is this my new favorite image title? Ah, man, that first issue was very strong. <sighs> very strong. I don't know why the fuck I'm so tired. Uh, looks like two covers on that one. Silver coin, number one. Another number one. It's Chip Zarsky, so, yeah. Uh, let's see here. A horror anthology miniseries for mature readers. Each issue will tell a tale of terror in a shared supernatural world. The story... Oh, so it... <laughs> it sounds like it's Ice Cream Man, but with guitars? The story starts in 1978 with the failing rock band, whose fortune suddenly changes when they find a mysterious silver coin. Alright, I'm anxious. Zarski doing whore. mm-hmm, sounds pretty amazing. All right, yeah, now Michael Walsh, uh, good stuff, man, good stuff. Looks like there's three coin three coins, three covers on that one. Let's see, interesting. Yeah, now I'm into it, 100 into it. And then lastly, from Image, we got The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 12. Two covers this time. Just two. Now let's wrap up the FOCs entirely with Marvel. What do we have on here this week? We got Amazing Spider-Man, number 63. Let's see. One, two covers on that one. Oh, man. I really wish they'd get rid of fucking Spencer. I tried reading Spider-Man last night still no still no ugh over it so fucking over it America Chavez made in the USA number 2 1-2 two covers on that one Avengers 44 there's a Momoko variant yucky is that supposed to be She-Hulk <laughs> <laughs> if She-Hulk she Hawk She-Hulk were a dainty little fucking gymnast maybe Come on, Momoko. <sighs> oh, fuck, that's ugly. That's so ugly. Like, what are the chains even connected to? Ugh. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't fucking understand it. Whatever. Ah, what? No, there's three covers on this. Three covers on Avengers forty-four. All right, we got Avengers Mech Strike on its third issue. Two covers on that one. Conan. The Barbarian, number 20. What the fuck? Is that Jeff Shaw on that cover? It's different. I don't know if I like the way Jeff Shaw drew Conan there. He's got a funny face. I don't know. Maybe it's perfect. (laughs) Fuck if I know. (sighs) Demon Days. Fucking second print. Hard no. Uh, Excalibur. (laughs) Excalibur. You got the gist of what I was saying, right? I don't have to finish the sentence. Excalibur number twenty. That's all right. Damn, there's a lot. Fuck, Jesus Christ! There's a lot of Marvel FOCs. Uh, Hulk number forty-five on the FOCs this week. There's an homage variant. All right, and then there's a Deadpool Leefield variant. Hard no on that one. There's a Pacheco variant. Why so many on forty-five? Are they gonna fucking cancel it on us? Thought it was going to fifty, huh? They're not gonna cancel it on us. Oh, King in Black wrapping up. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers on this one. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Tattoo variant, spoiler variant, wraparound variant, connecting variant, Scotty Young variant. Uh yeah. Alright. Just the uh I don't know, let's take a look at this wraparound Let's see what's going on here It's Brett Booth Could be really good Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty badass But the thing about wraparound variants Variants, if you want to display them You have to buy two of them So, yeah That's that's where the book's not gonna get me It's neat, but not that neat um, Planet of the Symbiotes, King of Black tie-in With its third issue, there you go Marauders on its 19th issue. Ah, I'm loving Marauders still. Runaways, still going somehow. Squadron Supreme, Marvel Tales. Ooh, they're going to reintroduce the old squad. I like that. I like that. Uh, let's see here. Star Wars High Republic number four. Mm hmm. Uh, there's probably a 1 in 25. Let's see here. Let's see here. Do we have a number four? One, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, we got the origin of the Drengeer in this one. And there is... Um... A Lionel Francis U cover featuring Keeve Trennis. Mm, I, I don't think that's a 1 in 25. I think that's just a B cover. I might have to... Uh, I'll, I'll check into that. But know that there is a, a variant cover that exists. Uh, I... I Normally, I'll be. It'll tell me if it's a one in twenty-five. But sometimes I leave that shit out. I don't know. I'm uh. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. I want to see what's going on here. Um, how many to pick up? I don't know. No, yeah, it looks like just an A and a B. All right, Venom number thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Second to last issue. Wow, that's super log variants. Pretty gnarly. What the fuck is... Go- oh, it's man-thing. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. That is, That's by far the best man-thing cover so far. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, all right. So there we go. That's it. Those are the FOCs. Um, remember, don't fucking sleep on these. Don't procrastinate. It's mm, uh, these do have you know the ability to change from the time I put them out. They're not actually finalized until actually after this episode is released. So every once in a while there might be a slight change, but nothing that's going to affect you too hard. Uh, usually, at most, they'll just you might see a book again the next week because there was a super high demand, and um, yeah, they might push the FOC back, but never count on that. That's for damn sure. Just. Uh, start a fucking poll list. Make it easy. Make it easy. The the market will appreciate it. I promise. I promise. That, mm, well, you're going to get a discount. Everybody likes money, right? All right. So I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a, an Apocalypse promo. And I will be right back with the book slated to hit your slot on St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. March 17th. In a world of utter randomness, one podcast stood out from the bunch, and it was The Amazing World of Talking Shiz. <laughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, Yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus is it's not, definitely not, being not focused th- on at all. No. <laughs> uh, our podcast is definitely um, no theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international. International. Very, very well. So tune in. Follow us on Twitter. See you there. Alright, I'm back to talk about the books coming out next week. New comic book Mm hmm. Yeah, I clearly use that break well. Uh, new comic book day. <laughs> uh, March 17th. So, before you're out getting fucking shit hammered and drinking green beers, remember to pick up your books. Pick up your books. Head to the shop. Because there's more important things to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I think it's a holiday for buffoons. <laughs> like, like you really need another excuse to... Never mind. This is for a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> I went into the Real Brains for a second. By the way, if you're not aware, I did start another podcast, the so Real Brains. Can't find it anywhere yet unless... Um, you follow The Real Brains on Twitter. I'll post the direct links. It, just, it takes time for it to get on iTunes and Spotify and shit, so I'll boost it more then, but yeah, check it out. Um, lots of rants of all types. <laughs> but yeah, no, so New Comic Book Day is also St. Patrick's Day this week. Don't, uh, yeah. Don't, don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. All right, but what do we have here? Batman vs. Raja Ghoul, Ghul, number five. This is still fucking going on. This is like a year and a half old, I feel. Uh, number five of a six-part miniseries. Um, yeah, okay, cool. That one's not on my pull list. Catwoman's on my pull list now. Uh, number 29 coming out. That's fun. Justice League. All right, Brian Michael Bendis is on Justice League now, right? Yeah. Uh, David Marquez, okay. All right, alright. Well, right. We'll we'll see. We'll see Superman, Batman, Flash, Hot Girl, Aquaman, Hippolyta and Naomi. <sighs> that's a that's a f- I mean, K is going great and then lost me a Hippolyta and Naomi. And it, of course it's got to say new DC Powerhouse Naomi. Bitch, I don't know what she could do. Uh- <laughs> Maybe if I read it, I know, but I I just I could care less about Naomi. I know I sound like someone from—I don't know—eleven years ago when Miles Morales came out. Uh, I probably sound like that same person. Um, thing is, I—I I, I dig Miles. Uh, Naomi, on the other hand, I just don't care. I really don't give a fuck. So I know. Well, maybe he finally created a, an individual hero. Just like everyone said he should, you know, Miles was just a spin-off of another character that was super popular and already existed. Yep, yep, is brand new. Brand fucking new. Hmm. We'll find out. We'll find out. I will be reading Justice League. Until I don't. Until I don't. But for now, I do. Ah, uh, Yikes. All right, continuing on. We got Looney Tunes coming out. We got mm, mm-hmm, we got Nightwing. Nightwing number 78. I'm so fucking pumped for Nightwing. Uh are we going to get a new villain in here potentially? I don't I I think we might get a cameo of a new villain in here. Let's see. Let's see if there's anything to be said about Nightwing. All right. Tap 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 tap. Nightwing volume. Nope. Oh, there it is. Wait. No, that's Future State Nightwing. No. Nope. I'm not seeing anything key in here, which tells me Uh that there there might be a cameo. I have a feeling that there's a cameo. Uh, I don't think that the speculators follow Nightwing because when was the last time we speculated on a Nightwing issue? I'll wait. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while. So I don't know. I think this might be a sleeper book. Something cool is gonna happen in here. Fortunately, this is a week that I missed my FOCs, Uh, so I wasn't able to get more than one. Yeah, it's on my poll list. I'm gonna get it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, All right. What else? What just happened? I think got all screwy here. More comic books. Is that a digital first? No. Superman Red and Blue number one's coming out. Alright, alright. And we've got... That's it? Son of a bitch. That's all that's coming up from DC next Wednesday. So what? Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever you get your fucking DC books. Um, if you only read DC, you probably get your books on Tuesday. Me, I just wait for everything all at once. My shop does not need to see me four times a week. They're probably fucking tired of me. So, uh yeah. Eh, eh, eh. Um yeah, that's all it's coming out from DC next week. I'm excited about that. Alright, let's talk about the rest of the world. The rest of the world of comics. Let's start at the bottom of the alphabet with the Indies V V Vault. I walk with Monsters on its fourth issue coming out next week. There's two covers. Valiant, second issue. I thought that first issue was great. <laughs> oh man, I like how Valiant's doing this, like social media type of presence thing within the, within the comics, just like they did with Quantum and Woody. Uh, now Savage, um, I, I like that. I like that gimmick. Oh, and this fucking cologne ad looking, that is great. See, I didn't realize this book was going to be a comedy until I opened it up, and goddamn, <laughs> it's all laughs. It's all laughs. I mean, seriously, it's like reading Quantum and Woody with different characters and a whole different premise. It's that type of fun. Uh, Ah, alright. What else? Look at that. Son of a bitch. Second Sight is actually on Previews World. Nothing coming out next week, but they're in there. They're in there. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've had issues with Second Sight. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I was expecting shit a long time ago and made me look silly a bunch of times, so hopefully they can redeem themselves with me. Um, in the meantime, I'm not really promoting second sight books or... But now that they're on previews, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I can't say I was boycotting them. I was just, you know, you you made to look stupid uh, so many times. and, And it's not like it was in the public eye every single time. A lot of shit was behind-the-scenes type of stuff. Where I was the only one that looked stupid to me. You know, I'm, I only looked stupid to myself. But in the end... Uh, a lot of time-wasting. Now, will that be the case in the future? We'll see. We'll see. I don't have anything bad to say about Second Sight. I just don't have anything good to say yet, either. Uh, Children of the Graves from Scout. Now, that's a fucking publisher. Scout. Scal- um, Children of the Grave number 3 is coming out and then we have a number 1 Midnight Western Theater this is going to be in the Scout uh, subscription box so um, yeah if you didn't pre-order because they're not on the FOCs uh, then it's not too late to pick up the subscription box this month use code cheers10 and save yourself 10% off of that poichus. Yeah, as if the books aren't already discounted enough within that box uh, I think if you get, in that box this book cost you like $2 and, let's see, 12 books at $32. Uh, 12, there's yeah, about, about 2 dollars 2 dollars and a half. A little less than that. Maybe a little more, give or take. Uh, yeah, uh, now you know how good I am at math. Congratulations. Fucking make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, now I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Alright, on from Scout. Any Oni? little Oni, we got the Invaders M Quarterly coming out. And then, and then, we have from Mad Cave Studios Knights of the Golden Sun number 11, and They Fell from the Sky number 2. Um, I can't say I'm familiar with either of those titles, but I don't discriminate that much. Uh, from heavy metal, we've got Darkwing number four, and Savage Circus number four. Right on. Yeah, I want. I really want to start shining more of a spotlight on heavy metal. Ah, <sighs> lots of shit to skip. In the, oh, Behemoth. Oh yeah, we got a little bit of Behemoth. We got Hotline Miami Wildlife coming out number seven. Mm hmm. So that's creeping up towards the end with it being an eight-issue series. And then Steambound, number two. Uh, Antarctic. From Antarctic next week, we got Gold Digger 2, 7, and 9. Horror Comics Black and White, number one of a little three-part miniseries. And Hot Valley Days and Cocaine Nights, number three. Alright, I said I was going to add that to my post. Apparently I didn't, considering number 3's out next week, and uh, I don't have number 1. Um, Albatross? No, no Albatross. God, they can only please us once every <laughs> And that's now what I imagine is that they have no titles to put out. They put out The Goon, uh, Grumble, and well, oh, fuck, uh, King Tank Girl. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Ahoy. Ahoy, we have Happy Hour, number five. That's a great fucking cover. Uh, Aftershock. Oh, yeah, we've got Bequest, number one. Oh, I don't think I added this one. I love some Freddie Williams, though. The dude's a monster. An absolute monster. And Tim Seeley as well. I'm going to have to get this one from Hooked on Comics on the Tuesday pre-sale show at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook and NSCLiveTV.com. Uh, Maniac in New York, second printing. Mmm, oh yeah. I went through and I actually got a bunch of exclusive variants through other sites as well. Oh yeah. I missed the first Brian Silverbacks variant. I'm not going to miss the second print Brian Silverbacks variant. No siree, Bob. Uh, Red Atlantis. Number five from Stephanie Phillips. There we go. So that's Aftershock. Ch 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 uh Right, a blaze, a little bit of a blaze. We got Eros and Psyche. Uh, that's the one where it looks like the 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 teenage lesbian vampires. Is it what it looks like, or a cult of let? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Harry Potter homage cover is kind of cool. I don't even like Harry Potter, but that's kind of cool. I just like homages. I like recognizable art. Uh, boom. Uh, boom studios, we have Abbott 1973 on its third issue coming out. Uh, One, two, three covers on that one. The Expanse is on its fourth and final issue this week. Two covers. Uh, Jim Henson's Storyteller Tricksters number one comes out. So if you're a storyteller fan, there you go. And we've got uh, Orcs! Exclamation point number two of a six paddy. And uh, Origins on its fifth issue. I hear a lot of really good things about Origins. I know Um, the Cosmic Campfire. Check out the Cosmic Campfire. You want you want good conversations and talk about Origins. Listen to Ryan on Cosmic Campfire. I'm telling you. Just Google it. You'll find it. Uh, Any dynamite worth mentioning? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 21, 21 sets of boobs through <laughs> uh, three titles. Well, yep, yep, that's how much Dynamite likes their jigglies. Ugh. Ridiculous! It's just ridiculous. Not that the art's bad, you know. Good on these artists. Make your make your money. Make your money. Just it won't be off of me. IDW next week. We have Jojo. Who? What is this? A uh, one-shot? Castle Fall? Eight-dollar book. Two covers. Freddie Williams Jr. Or the second? I don't know why it's not Jr. Um. I met the guy. He doesn't seem that pretentious. Seems very, very nice. Uh, My Little Pony. uh, Friendship is Magic on its 95th issue. I got Star Trek Year 5 on its 19th issue. Uh, Star Wars Adventures 2020 on its 4th issue. That's a very interesting A cover. Francesco Francavilla. That's a lot of lines. I like that. Mmm. Walkies. Uh, two covers on that. We got some total action, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of the sort. One, two covers on number 115. Look at that Bebop and Rocksteady Kevin Eastman cover. Son of a bitch. I love that. Uh, you know, if I would have, I really wish they would release the image art sooner. Fuck. That's that's incredible. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Run and Director's Cut. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For number one. It's exciting. That's a sweet cover. Um, Peter Laird, Kevin Eastman action. Uh, Lastly, we have uh, Transformers Back to the Future crossing over on its third issue in a four part miniseries. Two covers. All right. That's rad. That's right, still don't have the B cover release, though. That's not cool. Not cool, man. Um, alright. That's IDW. Any Dark Horse next week to talk about? Oh, yeah. We got Orphan and Five Beasts. And the Five Beasts. (laughs) Hmm, that's what I thought. Uh, James Stokey. Brand new Kung Fu Epic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this on the FOCs. Fuck, that looks cool. I love some kung fu. How do you do kung fu in a comic, though? I don't know. I don't know. Well, few words? um, Or or do you have them mouth the words and then the next page you get the dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you do kung fu in a comic? I don't know. I don't know. Or do you do that backwards? You just have uh, words and then next page. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Ah, <sighs> comics are tough, man. Image comics. <laughs> Image comics. We've got Headlop its 15th issue two covers on that one. We got the Amazon Prime video edition of the Invincible number 1 reprint. Um, honestly, I think I skipped it cuz I don't care. I'm not saying Invincible's bad. I just don't want Amazon's bullshit on my comics. There. Yeah. I could put my foot down. I'm not all about the money. Uh, <laughs> um, or is that why I don't want the 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 Amazon footprint on my fucking comic? Is because I am about the money. Mmm, that's mm. yeah, uh sounds like a real brains comp topic. Uh, kick ass Hit Girl, Voices, um, number five. All right, cool. One, two, three covers on that one. This is wrapping up a little mini series. Oh, it looks like they're fighting back-to-back in this one, though. Are they really versing each other if they're fighting back-to-back? I don't know. I haven't been reading the series. Uh, What is this? Noctera number one glow-in-the-dark variant. Not file art. What is that? Alright. It's probably just a fucking store exclusive. Alright, let me see here. Let me see here. Nope, doesn't give me any more information in the... Alright, that's cool. That's probably going to be worth a buttload of money. If you can get your hands on the Noctura number one, glow-in-the-dark, I think you're going to be doing alright this week. Uh, Radiant Black number two comes out. It is officially on the pull list now. There's two covers on that one. i um, will have to do a little bit of catching up now that i got the first issue. Uh, Tartarus number ten, Johnny Christmas, still doing his thing. Ultra Mega. Um, what was Ultra Mega again? I don't think I added this one. Uh, cosmic Plague is spread, transforming everyday people into violent, monstrous kaiju. Only the Ultra Mega, three individuals imbued with incredible powers, hold the line against their madness, their battles level cities, and leave untold horror in their wake. Now we talked about this. Why wouldn't I have... Hmm. Feels like something I would have. Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't remember typing it, but whatever. I don't remember a lot of things. And then lastly, uh, from the Indies, coming out next week, we've got the Walking Dead number eleven. Deluxe. (sighs) Three covers. Three covers on that one. Fuck me, I need to fucking do something here to wake up. Alright, um all right, let's uh let's see what Marvel's doing next week. Let's see what the bigs books are. Black Knight. Curse of the Ebony Blade. Number one of a Five Niner miniseries. They're really trying to make the Black Knight a thing. I don't know. The Eternals is still supposed to happen, right? Is that what was supposed to appear in the movies, was Eternals? I don't fucking know. I'm lost. A uh, bunch of covers on that. Uh, Captain America Anniversary Tribute. That Mark Brooks is badass. I think I picked up that Brooks cover just for that sake. Fucking gotta love a good Hitler punch, right? Captain Marvel number 27. Uh, there's a Man-Thing cover. I don't know if I got on that one. He really, she really just looks like a scroll. I thought I was gonna get all the Man-Thing covers, but when they're not all good, then, I mean, why waste the money for the sake of a display, you know? I don't know. I don't. That's what I decided. That's what I decided. And then I felt the same. You know, I was looking at my King in Black wall right now. I'm like, you know, fucking the sixteen covers here or whatever. Yeah, I think like nine of them are dope. You know, maybe even like seven of them worth hanging. But really, did I did I really need to get all those? Mm, probably not. Probably not. I don't know. <sighs> I gotta be more picky, man. I'm gonna be more picky, uh, or do I though? And it's artists are getting creators are getting paid. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, Champions is on its fifth issue next week. I'm super stoked on that one. And I really dig the Miss Marvel variant in that. Oh, that man thing is incredible. That's that. See, that's a good one. That's one that I would display. I don't even like Miss Marvel. You know, it's not an artist that. I normally collect, but fuck, it's a cool goddamn cover. It makes sense, is what it does. It makes sense as much as a man thing. Miss Marvel saving a cat from being crushed by a car can make sense. It just does. Iron Heart, or Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon. Well, that's that's a sweet fucking A cover there. Billy Tan's killing that one. I'm not reading this series. I don't here's the deal, I like Danny Rand, I just don't give a shit about, you know, the Kung Lung fucking Iron Fist bullshit, I just don't care and I probably would have if the shows weren't so bad, and that's why I think sometimes the shows can be a bad thing you know, if if it's not fucking great then, yeah, the only reason <laughs> you know what's not happening right now is there's not a bunch of fucking people watching DC movies and then going and reading DC comics that's not happening, people are watching Marvel movies and going and picking up Marvel comics um, but they didn't exactly go out and create an Iron Fist run after Iron Fist either because people, are, you, see what I'm, you see what I'm trying to say here? Make the comics good, or make the series good, and then that's that's how I'll support them because it'll bring people into comics. Uh, Iron Man, number seven. One, two, three covers on that one. That two-tone variant is dope. I didn't really spring for any of the two-tone variants, so... Uh, I'm not a big Patsy Walker Hellcat fan, so I'd go for the Jen Bartell cover. But that A cover, fucking Rhodey being fixed up by Tony, that's, that's my shit right there. That's That's amazing. That might be one of my favorite Alex Ross covers of all time, actually. Um, that's that's, that's oh, fuck. That's good. Uh, King and Black Spider Man looks like a little one-shot tie-in there. Uh, with th- three covers total. Uh, Marvel number six of six. I hear that there's an incredible variant on that. It's not listed here through previews. I think it's a uh, oh fuck. Um, uh, Libra Mayho has an incredible variant on this. So, if you could find that, it might be worth picking up. Because once it hits the market, I think it's going to be big. People love Silver Surfer. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Spider-Woman number 10. 1, 2, 3, 4. Four covers on that one. A cover's good enough for me. Uh, But there is a Two-Tone, and there's a Jen Bartell Women's History. That's a great Bartel variant, by the way. Uh... Is that? Who? Is that? Jessica? Yeah, it's Jessica. All right. All right. Yeah, that's a fucking great cover. I love that. Um, we've got Star Wars Bounty Hunters number ten. I think this is a super underrated series. Um, I have every single issue and then some. Um, I. Yeah, everybody's all over. You know, Star Wars madness. Why? <laughs> You think Bounty Hunters? Come on. I think some shit's gonna spring out of Bounty Hunters. Just saying. Um, Alright, we got a fourth printing of Star Wars High Republic number one. Right on. Uh, sword number four, tying into King and in Black. Thor number 13. Excited for this one. This is part five of six of this incredible Donald Blake story arc. The Two-Tone variants, Badass. More Ultraman stuff. We've got the Trials of Ultraman, number one. Now three, four, five covers total on that. That Momoko variant is just silly. Because that makes sense. Let's have a fucking bunch of... I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all. It's not even completely symmetrical. And why why does the background look like a fish? Like fish meat. Raw fish me sushi. It's bad is what it is. It's bad. The fucking sushi. X Force. Number eighteen. And of course there's gonna be a fucking Deadpool 30th Leap Filled variant on X Force. Is it good? No. No. As a matter of fact, it's fucking awful. Um It's so bad. It's so bad. It's How do you get worse, dude? That's not how bodies fucking... Ah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And what is going on with Cable's gun? Like, who holds a gun like that? And still no upper lips. Yeah, Rob Liefeld is officially the worst thing to ever happen to comics. Shame on Marvel for fucking yanking his dick this long. Allowing him this ego. I, should, I would Honestly, I would be so okay if they just canceled Deadpool. If we can get rid of Rob Liefeld. Unfortunately, that would also mean probably having to get rid of Cable, too. The best thing that he's ever done. But, ugh. Ugh. That's it. That's it. I'm done. That's uh, This has been Pull Priorities, episode 292. Remember, uh leave 5 star reviews on the show man you have made it this far I deserve a 5 star review Uh, (laughs) uh, on uh, Apple Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever the hell you call it Um, and then anywhere else you can leave a review if you catch your pods there Uh, some feedback is great it really helps with algorithms and this pod being discovered and Getting into the right audience's hands, comic, but it's it's really hard for people. People don't often go out searching for comic book podcasts. So in order for it to be discoverable, um, it really takes the audience to make that happen. Uh, it's, it's it's up to you guys. I create the content, and you know you continue to listen to it, then share it, tell a friend, man, tell a friend. Um, all right, there we go. Remember, start a fucking a poll list. Start a pull list. Pre-order your books. Uh, follow all of the Apotalypse podcasts on Twitter and Podchaser. Uh, I'm going to be relaunching the fucking what do you call it? Patreon again here at some point. And, uh, yeah. Meantime, remember, everybody stay safe out there. Cheers, fuckers. the cheers to comics podcast oh, the fuck